You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I'm going to just dare to offer a little bit of explanation for what's happening here tonight. Because it's going to be fast. Um, It won't be furious until afterwards. When we're all like, why did we do that? Um, So at the risk of explaining the plot, I'm going to explain the plot a little bit. Uh, The nation's only college football podcast is going to be doing the SEC West tonight. And the way that we're going to do the SEC West is we're going to do it not as one false identity. No, not just as one. We're going to do it as seven. That's correct. Every single team in God's conference, the SEC West, the nation's most important, arguably. How can one debate the importance of the SEC West? That's right, Drake. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but I'm about to explain why I should. Because it's got Mississippi State in it. Kind of being half serious. God bless you, Clang Up. So we're going to do seven different short podcasts. Short. All each yeah. under okay. their own short. identity. We've short. each been charged what's, with... What's, what's the early over-under on this podcast length? 80 minutes? Se- over-under 72 minutes. Over. Over. Give me the over. Over. Okay. So that's what we're going to be doing. So tonight, rather than uh, rather than waste your time any more than we usually do... <laughs> Oh, the nation's only college football podcast. Well, without further ado, introduce you to this is a this is a mouthful. Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you, Rich Homie Quan. The soothing tones of Rich Homie Quan. The first one we're going to be tackling the Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, As you know, the only Arkansas Razorbacks podcast on these here internets that would be Ozarkam. Asylum, Ozark Ham, 
Asylum. That's right. Let's get it, Hogs. Jason, take us away. We're going deep inside Ozarkham Asylum, where they put all the crazy people, you know, like in Batman. Um, because maybe, maybe some people out there don't know Batman. Maybe they haven't listened to this show and they don't know that we talk about Batman every two to five episodes. So, hey, what was what was what was Ahmad Carroll's nickname? Huh? Do you remember Ahmad Carroll? Batman. That's correct. Ahmad. Hey, when we invented Reddit Batman on this show. We did not know that it would go on to become the governing principle of this nation. Correct. So, yeah, in case you folks are unfamiliar with a little comic book character by the name of Batman, there you go. Sorry to nerd out on you by referencing Batman. He's not he's not he's not very popular. Uh, well, that's true. He is a DC character, so he's literally not very popular. Um, but the reason this 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 ties so well with the hogs is uh, Arkansas annually the descent into madness that we as lifelong Razorback homers we've come to know and love. Just 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 let's just run through a few facts real quick. Arkansas all time has the second most overtime games of any team, the second most overtime wins of any team, nowhere near the most losses in overtime. But TCU is one of those teams that has lost ten overtime games including most recently to the Hogs. Famously have two seven overtime games, setting the record and then later tiring it. Both of them wins. Um, the, the last Arkansas game anyone outside of our fair state remembers was, of course, uh, the overtime game against Ole Miss that ended via an emergency backward dunk pass that ended up deciding the national title. But there was a quarter overtime game two weeks before that and another overtime game like two weeks before that. And, and all this is, is, is overlooking, you know, off the field, just the one single episode that sums up the entire experience was, of course, when in 2007, when our head coach was fired amid a public records fiasco. And then a decade later, he sprang a public records fiasco on Ole Miss so that their coach would be fired so that the Hogs could win in Oxford. I keep forgetting about that. That happened. It was a long play. We got that W on, in the in the Grove. Where they wear I pants. Think, all right, so I think I think that makes Houston Nut Clayface in terms of the <laughs> Batman villains. He could just oh, he's Two Face. He's Two Face for oh, sure. Oh, I well, I, mm-hmm. I see. You say that, but if he gets a if he gets another job, my Clayface theory because he can he can be any of these. Although sartorially, he's more of a Riddler. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely more of a Riddler because that man that man can wear a jumpsuit. Uh, but will he wear pants? <laughs> I mean. Pants and a shirt combined into one garment. Short shorts so he's Riddler. Like Killer Croc. Shorts Riddler. <laughs> no, Bert was definitely Killer Croc. Just sort of big and angry, and you're not really sure what his goal is or aim, and you know he came he came from somewhere, but his origin story is kind of a mess. You know, I would say John L. Smith is a Joker just because he literally kind of looks like him, but I think he's your Riddler, like which like the Riddler is just like knockoff Joker, you know. Although emotionally kind of a penguin. John L. Smith to me is a scarecrow because he's what you fear. He's all about, oh, come here, here, smell some of this. That's that's John L. Smith in your yeah. lungs now. Now you're going to. You ever, you, ever dreamed of making six fig- you ever dreamed of making six figures a year at least for 20 years and watching it all evaporate in a Kentucky real estate scam? I, I did. <laughs> is this Bobby Petrino? Is Bobby Petrino Robin then? Like... Oh, no. Getting in a motorcycle wreck—that seems like a kind of thing Robin would do. Mm, pants, Lord. yeah, it's the pants. 
Tight, tight, tiny shorts. He's horny Alfred. Okay, that's perfect. He's not that. That's exactly what I was trying to think of. Even before we started recording, I was trying to think of that. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I say all that to say Arkansas is the epitome of uh, insanity, lunacy, uh, you know, deep twisted psychopath, psychopathy. Uh, because that can't, be, that can't be contained. Citizens beware! If you if you if if Batman throws it in the cell, it's just gonna break loose because he doesn't have the nerve to kill it. That's the, I think that sums up Alabama's role in Arkansas's story. Just Alabama refuses to ever actually kill Arkansas. Right, Alabama. <laughs> right, Alabama. Uh, you know, incredible resources, total dick. Uh, outside mm-hmm. the law, yeah, all that fits. And just like. We got one rule. And it's like, Coach Saban, you got like 7,000 rules. But. You've, Coach Saban, I've seen you break Arkansas's legs like 80 times. I, I kind of feel like the <laughs> yeah, difference but I here won't, is... I won't shoot him. That's, yeah. Alabama will throw you off of a ledge from three stories up, but we won't shoot you. I won't, I won't kill because I know that has two L's and only one can suffice to get us in the national championship. Well, yeah. when you think about it, Batman's air game, like his air game does suck, right? That's he's not true at all. Wing. He's got a shitload. He's a bat. Yeah. And what? And yeah. <laughs> and he's a bat and he he's rarely flies. Fucking... And he always crap. No, he... he flies. What bat? Rarely flies. Where? I mean, like, do you ever fly? He always what? crashes his shit <laughs> only when he has to. Come on. What fucking Batman ridiculous. are you? What Batman do you see taking the bus? Of of the available criticisms of Batman, and they are myriad. Final he doesn't Batman. fly; he <laughs> drops. Are you thinking of the Ninja Turtles? Is that Alabama doesn't have a proper passing game? So you're saying he's like Batman? Alabama has two top ten Heisman candidates at quarterback. Uh huh. Just like uh-huh. Batman. That's just like exactly <laughs> like Batman. No, that is how Batman treats Robin in many ways. You're replaceable. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I just got another one. <laughs> next. Next. <laughs> these are orphans. I can keep these coming all day. Oh, my God. That is Nick Saban. Oh, dear Christ. Next ward up. This Robin's <laughs> from Hawaii, so you got to go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm 23 and 2 as a Robin. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a harsh life, kid. Get used to it. Why don't you go lay down at the bottom of a well and get scared of an animal? I don't know. It'll inspire you to greatness if you're a billionaire, but I guess too bad for you. That's right. So all this lunacy, what does it lead toward? Well, let's look at the title of Bill Connolly's 2018 Arkansas preview. Chad Morris's first Arkansas offense should be fun and prolific. Now, about that defense. Which means there's more of that shit on the way. The crazy has only begun. We we got it. We got a we got ourselves a pew, 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 offense even though big secret we we have for like the last 3 or 4 years anyway. Bert, yeah. Bert just kind of gave up on like playing big, big, fat hog ball. Um, we've been a big 12 team for like three years anyway. So it's it's nice to finally admit it out loud um, and get back in touch with our roots, these Southwest Conference roots. Going fast, paying players. Parking they're, a Camaro in the end zone. Whoever yeah, gets in the end zone first gets it. Yeah, gets it. Whose is it? Doesn't matter. I would like Arkansas to change their mascot to the Penguins because it does suggest sort of like – you know, that dynasty that's kind of faded and, and not really what it used to be. Um, 
I love the image of just, you know, a penguin a penguin shadow on the Arkansas helmet. I like the idea of weaponized animals, and I feel like Arkansas would go for that too. I would love to see the little Razorbacks running around with missiles. You've seen Batman Returns. It's all about, you know, short, short fat men with no idea what they're doing, just causing trouble. Not even clear why. Just love mayhem. That means Bert the penguin? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Definitely by moisture content. Tommy Tuberville's Mr. Freeze. <laughs> so I didn't want to do this. Bert is like but the I'll starch will. penguin. Yeah. It, does Mr. Freeze have deep pleats in his suit? If he has deep pleats, that's Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, they're, I, I mean, they're frozen in there. They ain't coming out. Yet. That's true. Tommy Tuberville might be Calendar Man. Oh, look at that. It's turning. Tommy <laughs> Which, yeah, what, the, uh, what's the one? Kite Man? That's Lou Holtz. <laughs> That's the I former like, hog coach. That's kite, kite Man. I would like to go ahead and identify the killing joke on this schedule. Yeah. As an Arkansas fan, let me just tell you where we'll be at our most compelling and maniacal. That'll be it. We'll save it for the very end, just like a proper villain would at 11 24 at Missouri. Critically derided and universally panned. Mm hmm. Yeah, but, but there's a lot of it. There's going to be so much of this game. Do you like Arkansas football? Yeah. Are we laughing or being choked at the end of the game? Who knows? Who knows? It'll be ambiguous. All I know, it's going to be the highest scoring game in the SEC all season between two conference teams. Like a hot dish of suffering. 68-66. Oh, it's almost nice. Also, I apologize for um, saying Tommy Tuberville was Arkansas's head coach, but I feel like he kind of was. Give it, to, you know you what? If, if we hold this podcast was. for a week, it might be true. Like he's literally, he has every single qualification except for actually coaching. He's like from the state. So he's coached he's every single team with any relation to Arkansas. So he's quantum Arkansas coach. Oh, I think wait. this is canon now. Wait, this makes Gus Malzahn uh, Arkansas's dead parents. Um. Hmm. Oh, that's it. That's all. That's all the time we got. That's all the time we got. So that's that's the Arkansas preview. All right, all right. Spencer, we start it up. Our, start it up, Spencer. Go. Keep going. Boom. That's right. Oh, the smooth transition. Thank you. Oh, Richard. okay. We got transition music now. And speaking of the rich, oh, do I have a special welcome from the most gentlemanly of all SEC teams. That's right. That's right. We're bringing you Sharks and Wreck, the one and only Ole Miss podcast covering all things Ole Miss football. My, oh, my, do we have things to tell you. I do declare. I do declare. Mercy me. We got. We Are got. Are we here things- to talk about thieving fraud free? Thieving thought free. <laughs> thieving thought free. Thieving, no. fr- thieving fraud free. That's what I. That's what he should call him. Here. Here's all I'm going to say. I am am writing to my senators, my representatives, the White House, the IRS. Thieving fraud free absolutely used federal highways to uh to sling his muck to find his lies against our beloved old Miss. And I resent that my taxes went to pay for those highways. So I would like a refund for every mile that that 
that no good son of a bitch. No count. No count. Journalistic hick. Now, now, now. Brother. That that carpet bagger from way up north in Georgia. That's right. <laughs> oh, listen, uh, gentlemen, let's not be hasty and suggest that we at all limit the amount of federal dollars coming into the state of Mississippi. I have some revealing budget numbers for you. No, I just I just don't About think they should be used be to state. fund I I don't think they should be used to fund libel and slander. They should I, be, I have not I have not read Mr. God, I have program. not read Mr. Godfrey's piece, so I cannot I cannot speak specifically, but I know it is lies. That is correct. And if I may also have a word, I would like to discuss the addition of a new member to the old Miss family. One this week. Recently introduced Coming to us across the tides of time. A symbol. A good tiding. You said of welcome. too many times here, buddy. No, no, no. Tony the Shark. Tony the Shark. Sign of a new age. Tribute to a foregone one. The healing balm in the form of an illegal shark-based product. Probably bought in Hong Kong and smuggled back inside a suitcase. That your aunt was carrying. Because who's going to search your aunt? That's right. The shark ball to heal the soul of this divided Old Miss nation. He's black-eyed and cold-blooded, just like this demon Chris football dragon. To be clear, Hugh Freeze will definitely search your aunt. This demon cursed football dragon, I was saying, I insist on riding in well-ironed casual men's wear every Saturday. Because I love it. The shark is real. Because it's honest. The shark is real because unlike Hugh Freeze, it straight up tells you it's going to turn on you at any moment. It breathes freely here and there, nilly willy, willy and nilly. It's not your friend, but it demands respect. Just like a shark. It also, you know, Ole Miss football has difficulty getting to the cotton bowl consistently. If there is a shark, the shark doesn't the even know <laughs> where the cotton bowl is. <laughs> Just like Ole Miss football. <laughs> I like that part where you say willy nilly willy willy nilly because that sounds like something we would cheer at an Ole Miss game that's right Tony the Shark welcome to the family we love you we're probably going to replace you with something else in three to four years when this one doesn't stick to the bear the bear just gets to go drink now he just gets to go do what Bill Faulkner did just gets to go grumble at his wife about how they don't have air conditioning somewhere in a in a little den there in Oxford, just north of Oxford, Mississippi. You served us well. Thank you, Bear. Did I mention we have a new coach? He has he has two yeah. evan- he has two evangelist names, so he's basically half the Bible. That's right. Got us through a difficult season last year. Did win three out of his last four against who? <clears throat> you know, besides Mississippi State, it doesn't mind. Doesn't matter. Just just don't. It's fine. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about how he looks like a sweet potato casserole that might need to go back in the oven for 30 more minutes. Shouldn't talk about how our coach looks like a thwomp in Mario Kart. Shouldn't talk about how our coach look, looks like a dude who got their ass kicked in a beer bottle broken over his head in Roadhouse for mouthing off to Dalton. It's Matt Luke rushing in going, oh, oh, God. Our coach, yeah, we shouldn't talk about how he looks like he's telling you that this Ryan's family steakhouse, uh, you know, him telling you to wear a shirt in it, it's not a violation of the Second Amendment. And yes, he is the manager. Our coach, we really shouldn't talk about how he looks like his kindly demeanor, trusting soul, 
and lack of wit got him thrown into a mine shaft early in season two. It justified our coach. We really shouldn't talk about how he looks like he watches the bachelorette only because his wife does. But yeah, he cried. He cried when Becca chose Garrett and not Blake broke his heart. We shouldn't talk about how our coach looks like he only pawn in game of life. <laughs> We're not going to talk about any of that. We're just going to talk about what a good man he is. Again, two evangelist names. All right. And what do you get when you add them all together? The promised land. And there's salvation. Probably, there's probably an old Miss fan listening to this podcast whose name is John Marks. So we got a full set there. Or Mark Johns, either one. Hey, Mark, not Marks, buddy. No, no plural on that. Don't want any confusion. This isn't this isn't socialist football. And I say <laughs> that because uh, Old Miss has been Old Miss has been taking an inordinate share of the punishment for years. Just are you just saying like the Old Miss doesn't should. redistribute the wealth? Because I have some NCAA documents that beg to differ. <laughs> That's you know. When I do it, it's called economic justice. When you do it, it's called an NCAA violation. I need uh, I need to also tell you a little bit about this team because if you don't know, um, I have something to tell you. It's going to be an honest team, much like our new shark mascot. This which is crazy. It will eat your child, but it's just going to straight up own it. And if you watch Ole Miss and you place any trust in this team this year, um, well, you get what you deserve. You do. I'm not saying it won't be entertaining. It's going to be a delight. You know who was on this whole Polynesian quarterback thing before before Alabama was? There, you know, even before Oregon was? That was that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ole Miss. Ole Miss, because we got Jordan Ta'amu. I say it because I respect all cultures, and I pronounce all apostrophes. That's right. Jordan Ta'amu. He's going to be outstanding. Do you not know how good the quarterback he replaced is? He's going to Michigan, a place that produced such August talents as John Navarre and Chad Henney. And he's, yeah, Chad Henney. Please, legendary quarterback Tate Forcier. That's right. I think a baseball pitcher is somewhere in there. A baseball. Now, now we're talking real athletes. But like I said, this team's going to be wildly entertaining this year. That's what Matt Luke looks like, a middle reliever. He just he looks <laughs> the middle reliever who gave up a crucial run sometime in like mm, the playoffs in 06 and never really got over it. And yeah. My dealership went under. It's been all downhill from here. Yeah, this is this is a place, this is a team that's going to have a magnificent offense that's going to score a lot of points. And we don't need to talk about anything else. Not a not a damn thing else. That's that's fine. Best receivers in the nation. Whole roster of them. Amazing quarterback. Superb uh, like offensive line. Playmakers all over the place. Defense is, defense is for Alabama. Let those, let those uncultured mule drivers over there worry about defense. Not that we're opposed to building walls. Saying. Saying. But still, when we find the funding for a defense and we make Mississippi State pay for it, we'll get one. Okay? Until then... We're just going to have to be vigilant offensively. I have one fact check for you. Everything you said there was correct. Everything you've said for the past five minutes has been correct. One fact check. We were on these Polynesian quarterbacks for Bama because Jeremiah Masoli is Samoan. That's right. Jeremiah Masoli, who is 1-0 against Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Manziel. Majored in what? Parks and Recreation. That is correct. 
full, first full circle, folks. Oh, Matt looks looks like Jerry. There it is. Matt, he is he, he is he is kind of the Jerry of the SEC. Get the feeling that he kind of gets treated like Jerry at the coaches meeting. You're too. in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ron Swanson. He's Jalen Sneed. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Pat. You, you remember you remember Jevin Sneed's dad mm-hmm. with the mustache? That's yep. Jalen Sneed living out in the woods. Probably's got fifty grand buried beneath his uh, front doorstep. Yeah, Jalen Sneed <laughs> in this particular game of Sharks and Wreck. Tom Haverford again. That's Hugh Freeze. Hmm. I, I was gonna go with Tommy Tuberville for that one. I was gonna go with Chad Kelly, but no. I think actually no. Chad Kelly's absolutely Jean Ralphio. Yeah, I was gonna say Chad Kelly's Jean Ralphio. Jean Ralphio. Throws throws four picks in a game. I'm the worst. Technically, I'm homeless. <laughs> Still in the NFL. He is. He is. Jack Kelly's actually tearing he's, it up and training he's camp. Beating he's, be Paxton Lynch. he's beating Paxton Lynch for the backup job in Denver. That's right. Take that, Memphis. <laughs> also high and mighty with your cities and your Winning record against us in the last three or four years. Yeah, take that. Your pyramid. False idol. Who's the Andy Dwyer? <laughs> the Andy Dwyer. <laughs> it's oh oh. I'd love to continue to discuss that, but apparently we've hit our time limit. Thank you for joining Damn. us on Sharks and Wreck. Next. Well, uh, hello, Shutdown Fullcast fans. It's, uh, your old pal, your old friend, your old chum, Jeff Goldblum. Well, um, my 66th birthday is coming up, and because the universe works in wonderful, incomprehensible ways, that made me realize 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Uh, not me, of course. I've always had an excellent mane, but not everyone can be me, Jeff Goldblum. And that's why there's 4hims.com. You can get a trial month for just $5 today when you go to 4hims.com slash shutdown. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash shutdown. Ah, oh no, a dinosaur attacking. No, I'm just kidding. It's radio theater. A little joke for you. Hi, Fullcast buddies. Ryan Nanny here to remind you that our colleagues at Vox have a new show on Netflix. It's called Explained, and every episode is a 15-minute deep dive into one important topic, from K-pop to cryptocurrencies to astrology. To check it out, head to Netflix and search for Explained or Vox, or go to netflix.com slash explained. Fair warning, they don't explain why we took this ridiculous approach to conference previews, and I can't tell you either. Sorry. Where's our where's our interim music? We need our wash. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say that Tommy Tuberville is April Ludgate, but continue. Hmm. And I'm gonna attempt to connect Tommy Tuberville to each school in here. I have a you feeling can, you'll you, you can do it. Uh, I believe I, we're over to Ryan for a little bit of spoken word. Oh, Decocho! Welcome to Tiger Tiger Burning Bright. The SEC only poetry podcast. Uh, I got a few poems I'd like to read to you about the LSU schedule this year, uh, starting with a haiku. Haiku, of course, is in 575 format, which is also Derek Dooley's favorite defensive formation. Uh, so here we go. This is a haiku about Auburn. 
Majestic Eagle, behold my shiny crossbow. Delicious breakfast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, now the, the coach. I needed read. that less than I thought I would. Like that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me on this podcast, and I mean that sincerely. I know. Dakota now gonna read you a limerick. Uh, this limerick about Florida. There once was a gator called Jim, who kept on his t-shirt to swim, till they brought in a shark, and Jim thought for lock, I'll jack off on that old dorsal fin. <laughs> Coach, that's beautiful. Thank you. I, Coach got Coach Dakota got one more poem for y'all. Uh, this one about Bama. Uh, it's a little bit of a remix, so please bear with me. So much depends upon a red wheel barrel glazed with the blood of Coach Saban's corpse. Thank you, thank you. For, that's that's Coach O' Poetry. Tiger, tiger, burning bright. Well done, Coach. Very LSU, nice. LSU yeah, only play at night. <laughs> Is it a night game? It better yeah, be. Tiger, tiger burning bright because, um, the, the, you know, you only turn on the stadium lights at night. Otherwise, the tiger, tiger's asleep. Are you right? even an, are you even an LSU fan if you don't get buried at night? Yeah, all the good things happen at night. Arrests. Uh, called off weddings. LSU. Yeah. Burning swamp gas. Mm-hmm. Swamp gas really Seances. only. Seances. Seances. Uh, That's true. Carjacking an ambulance. Can't do that in the middle mm-hmm. of the day. Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, porn parodies of Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, now, now we're talking, Cher. Come on. Ryan, I thought you were done with the poetry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me tell you. That, that, the, the, uh, the, the one with Walker and Trevette. Man. Just two men admiring each other's strength. Which one? <laughs> we'll we'll talk after the podcast, buddy. We've got notes to compare. Did you know, so, by the way? Hey, like I, as a as an LSU noted LSU homer, um, <clears throat> are you thinking um, that poetry aside, first six games of the schedule might start looking a little hairy for for a coacho? Might first seven if we extend it to the first seven. You you lop on the first you lop on that Georgia game and uh how many losses can you get here of your coach O and still be all right? Max Max has to be three, and even that's gonna be real. Those teams better be great. Right? So you're saying you're saying eight and four and he's in trouble? Um no, just in that first stretch because I think Oh, that, okay, that, okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it, take it, take it to like mid October. If I, because mm-hmm. if I, if I look at games, what done be competitive on this thing? And this would be something um, talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you got, you got uh, opening with Miami. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not an automatic win. Uh, at Auburn, uh, and then uh, you got. Let's see. Next conference game, Mississippi. That's just that. Isn't isn't, he, isn't it even possible? Like Louisiana Tech will be a frisky game this year. 
frisky, but man, like they're just. I don't know. Are they better than Troy? (laughs) I was gonna say. Do you remember who they lost to last year? I like that we're playing the parts of uh, LSU fans who want Ed Orgeron fired because that's that is not an unpopular segment of the population right now. We are uh, like slightly to the uh, to one side of the center on this debate. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say like I'm, I'm an optimist. Oh boy, <laughs> you could be looking at. I mean, it's it's reasonable to go. Oh, that's there's three losses in there. Now there's the three. other the flip side of this is that if you if you start even five and one, that probably is enough. That you can weather some trouble down the down the stretch. If you start six and zero, oh, you're probably golden. And and listen, it's possible. Shit happens. Teams win games that we don't think they're going to win. Teams fall from rankings we think they should be in. Like it's not See, impossible. Teams sometimes lo- teams sometimes lose to Troy. Teams sometimes lose to Troy. But you know what? I look at this schedule. Troy's not on it. We're good. We dodged Troy. Uh, let me let, let me also call the. That's literally uh, the plot of Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the plot of the Spartan War. Don't lose to Troy. It's both. It's both. There's they're both the same movie if you think about it. Oh goodness! Might might have said that prematurely out of fear. Ryan's haikus would go on too long. Listen, I That's did what, a good job. You did a great. No, you did. You, you did a great anything. job. Coach Ryan. O did a good job. Coach O, Coach, Coach o did an amazing, <laughs> amazing job. Particularly with the breakfast one that was moving. Next, I, I like the one about the shark because, listen, Ole Miss. Guess what? That's you now. That's not Florida anymore. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Rich Homie Kwan, for the transition. I, I, music. I do think Soothing. it's possible Ole Miss had that mascot ready to unveil, and we're just like, well. <sighs> Jim's in the conference, so we can't. That's going to be weird. <laughs> we got to wait on it. Speaking speaking of dogs that inspire confusing feelings of desire, Texas A&M! We've got to get a double dose of Ryan Nanny leading us here. Uh, please introduce us to our Texas A&M micro podcast. you got 10 minutes. You're on the big dang clock there. Uh, this is Dog Save America, America's number one Texas football podcast, even for Longhorns. God damn it! Um, naturally, White Apron. what? Brought to you by White Apron. When the when the blue apron's just too low class for you. Um, so we're just gonna you know we're A&M fans so we're only going to talk about one thing that matters here and that's mascots um, I assume y'all y'all are aware that we are up to uh, Reveille number 9 and as the prophecy foretells uh, once we get to Reveille 11 that Reveille will lead the other zombified 10 and the Corps of Cadets into battle since Reveille is of course a general and the ranking officer of the Corps um, now I know we're here to talk about the schedule AM has and not the schedule that AM might have if they cared to play inferior opponents in the Big 12. But do any of you know what happened to the first Bevo? All, all nine, all eight uh, revelies that have passed are all buried outside Kyle Fields uh, with their own scoreboard and everything. But 
the first Bevo, what do you think happened to that old fella? Well, knowing him, he probably died on a big old pile of pillows in a big old silk-sheeted bed somewhere in a fancy house. Ironically, too stringy to eat. He probably drowned in sweet tea while waiting in a broken-down Chevy on the side of the road. Jason. So, rumoredly... Tell, Tell him when he lies. Tell him when he lies. Rumoredly, Holly is the most incorrect... The rumor goes that the first Bevo, the first Bevo was in fact served for dinner by Texas officials at a football dinner that they invited Texas A&M to. So, Texas fans, when you ask why we act like we own you, it is because Wait, you think they served you their good beef. You, they literally provided us sustenance in the form of their mascot. Why should we respect them? Why should we think of them as equals? Why should we ever top, talk, stop talking about them when we need to consume them to live? <laughs> That's right. This, this, this is why we have to talk about the Longhorns all the time. We're hungry. Re- Re- Reveille, dear, quiet down. Listen, I know you you're ever, festive. You don't, you don't ever you, tell Reveille to hush, all right? Watch your I'm, fucking mouth, buddy. I'm being, Reveille, if you, if you would, dear. If just, Reveille wants to raise your children, that is Reveille's right. That's the great-great-great-grandmother of Reveille 12, who is the... Um, the the ultimate Aggie. Once mm-hmm. once Reveille hits number twelve, we'll all ascend into the higher realm, which is yeah. just it's 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 like a two hundred thousand seat stadium. How Texas mad for that? You're familiar with the documentary Voltron, correct? It's basically that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was say I was thinking that of the great Aggie bylaw that states when Reveille stares at the door and growls, then all eyes shall turn black. The sound of locusts on the horizon shall drown out all other cries. The lambs are through to the killing field. It is, when you think about it, the core really does kind of dress like Hannibal Lecter, don't they? And you know what, Texas? Those lambs, they're still still screaming, aren't they? Uh, So yeah, I just want to... At a Texas home game, it's hard to tell the difference. What says Texas more than good bags and cheap shoes? Fava beans and Chianti, that's what. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to preview Texas A&M schedule based solely on the quality of those opponents with live mascots. You can go through this schedule and anybody who doesn't have a live mascot, that's W for Texas A&M. Let's start with South Carolina. Sir Big Spur, British loyalist. Not interested, not not a true American, not a patriot, uh, a elite Probably a member Probably of the House of Probably also not great to eat. Terrible mm-hmm. to eat. Terrible to eat. That's W. Mississippi State. Bully. Real. You know what? Bully's an adorable bulldog. Bully's also a liar. Multiple bullies have actually been played by two dogs, including Bully 13, who was played by a mother and son. That seems... That seems highly disturbing and inappropriate for children, but the most damning fact about Bully, well, that would be Bully 12, who was murdered after the 1972 season, and the culprit was never found. Does this sound to you like a I don't school? Know. I, I, like the, I like the 12 part, Ryan. That is nice. Does that sound like Does that sound like a mascot that they honor and revere? If if the if that dog can be murdered and and it goes unpunished, imagine if a Reveille was murdered. Anything can be murdered. <gasps> Ryan, 
Yeah, exactly. You, you need to go take a lap for that in some overalls. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Auburn. Um, you know, I relate at least to Auburn having a mascot that is different than its team's nickname, but we don't have the audacity to disrespect ours by going with a second animal mascot. That's confusing, that's disrespectful, and it also suggests that Auburn fans may actually think that all animals are the same and have a very poor understanding of the difference in zoology. Uh, LSU. I'd also like to. I'd also like. To, I'd also like to point out, by the way, mm-hmm. Auburn throws its mascot off the side of the stadium every single game. That's true. Just That's drops true. It, lets it fend for itself. We'd never do that to Rebel. Are, are y'all applying Miss Rev can't fly? No, no. She, she can, no. but she just chooses not to. Whereas that dang bird, okay. tries its damnedest and has escaped. It's a prisoner. You think they give that thing proper clearance? You think they contact the FAA at all? Do you think they even aviate? Like properly at Auburn, please, please. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's the frontier. They call the plainsman for a reason. Yeah, just like Batman, no air game. It's the frontier airlines of mascots. Um, LSU, this is the toughie. You know, they got they got a majestic tiger. Um, beautiful animal, loves to eat different shaped meats. Uh, carefully prepared for it. Uh, used to have a presence at the games in the cage, but three of the six deceased mics have been cremated. So how can they possibly be brought back to life as some part of some unholy mascot army? They can't. That's bad thinking, bad planning on the part of LSU. Also, real quick, uh, what yeah. Mike the Tiger? What is his military rank? Is it Queen of All He Beholds? No, no, and he ain't even a queen. Mike the Tiger's probably got a record, to be honest. Can't even vote. Miss Rev would never. Mike the Tiger probably can't ha- probably can't get a firearm license. Well, he can't be within 500 yards of a school either, which is why he has to stay at LSU. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Ow. Oh, goodness. Looks like we got two bad bitches on the sideline today and now. <laughs> It's the term for the dog, okay? It's the term for the dog. It's it's the literal term for a female dog. It's a literal term. She's a fine bitch. Please say the buzzer's gonna go off soon. Oh, are you done with you're done listing live mascots? That's it? All these other losers don't have any? Yeah, all of them. Oh goodness. All that money all that money in the world can't buy you another two minutes, Jimbo. You're done. I, honestly, right. the, the one I'm most disappointed in is UAB. Get on it. You're not spending money on a stadium. Clone a dragon already. That's how cloning works. Oh, the lovely transition music. Rich Elmi Kwan taking us to... Oh, let's see. The other half of the brilliant SEC Mississippi dyad. That would be the flip side of the old Miss coin. We are going to address all things Mississippi State. And in addition of Mississippi State's only... And finest college football podcast. That's right. It is time for comedy clang clang. Egg bowl. Comedy clang clang. Egg bowl. Egg bowl. That's Egg bowl. right. Egg bowl. We got uh, we got a couple things to discuss here on comedy clang clang. First of all, we got a new man. We got a new man, Joe Moorhead. Now he's not from the South, but I would remind you, who was the last coach we had who wasn't from the South? That'd be Dan Mullen. 
How'd that go? It went brilliantly, oh. but not as good as it could have gone. Never mind. Because we've had success. Yeah, look at that. Look at Matt Luke and wonder why he's not called Moorhead. Look, I mean, Jesus. Look at Matt Luke and wonder why he's not named Matlock. The thing's a prize winning pumpkin up there. It's it. Listen, the amount of head cheese you would get out of processing Matt Luke. Oh, that's fermented. That's something it's, we can consider. That's something. Yeah. You, you, by the way, that's something we can consider at Mississippi State because we know how to make stuff. Mm-hmm. Unlike those white gloved. Catered tailgates. Catered tailgates. Please. We do things in Mississippi State is what I'm trying to say. Shoes we do amazing things. I know. We clone dragons. We clone dragons. You want a, you want a dragon cloned? Do you want a dragon cloned? That's probably I don't know. Got some kind of backwoods fighting dog DNA in it. We got that. <laughs> we might accidentally made one of those last week in animal husbandry. Listen, man, Jurassic what World's you just call, a how-to. That's right. What you call a mistake, we call Tuesday in animal husbandry. That's right. We call a meeting three. <laughs> I think That's, the best universities are the ones who uh, pride themselves on technologies you unlock in the first 10 turns of the Civ game. <laughs> like, That's right. Winemaking. Trees. Trees. Spears. <laughs> Spears. What did you what did you make? Oh, we got we got horses now. <laughs> We're about to unlock riding. Now now. Hey, listen, that MFA program. It's a good way to buff up an ag school, okay? <laughs> got you got you an ag school that doesn't have any kind of like serious, you know, liberal arts reputation. Pay a bunch of broke ass writers to like spend three years constructing memoirs no one will read. That's right. MFA program at Mississippi State. Let's do this. Hell, I'd apply, man. As he, the more he talked about that, the more we started just kind of staring at yeah, each like, other. How much is a house? Like, yeah, how much know. is a house in Starkville, man? Affordable, <laughs> quality place to raise your family. See, <laughs> I'm saying the hidden gem of very, very well northern central kind of Mississippi. Yeah, is it central? Actually, I don't know. It's wherever Actually, you want it to be. Feels like Central Mississippi. Starkville's in the heart. Just like it's a like clot. Central, Central, Central Eastish because like it's it's oh. it's the closest to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Ryan beat me. That's right. Do we have? Is there potential for this year? Damn right, there's potential. This is a this is a good roster that underachieved. Remember, we have to keep saying that because Dan Mullen he did a lot of things for us. Okay, took the program to a new level, established a new standard. And let's not remember how historically disappointing he is looking back at the rest of Mississippi State's football history. Do not do this. Do not. Dan, listen, Dan Absolutely Mullen was never going to leave because he was building something, but then because he's a coward failure, he had to go. I mean, See? yes. Yeah, that's See? right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a team that, you know, like seriously, probably, probably more talented than the team he's going to in Florida. That part's actually like probably true on offense at least definitely and we should win a lot of games this year we should and even if we win the same amount of games that dan mullen usually won in the game eight and five nine and four right it's it's still gonna be better how don't ask why just will be just gonna happen multiple also don't ask don't ask nick fitzgerald's gonna have a great year he just is how's his passing he's 
He's got a lot of room to grow. That's what I'll say. A lot of room to grow. Like Starkville. That's right. Room to grow. Move to Starkville. But what I wanted to do, other than this, before we look at the schedule, I wanted to play a little game. It's how we pass the time sometimes when we're discussing great things about Mississippi State football. Uh, This game is called One Mississippi. Um, And uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you, one of you, Jason or Ryan, I'm going to give you a great figure in Mississippi State history. All right. And then you can decide to keep him or take the next one. All right. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the idea to compare against the next one. So um, real quick, how do we decide who uh, wins or what we're what we're evaluating on? Um, I will I will keep the score. Wow. Oh, OK, but based on what you'll see. OK. All right. Jason, I'm going to start you with a Dak Prescott. All right. Hmm. You have Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I have already assigned someone to Ryan. All right. And uh, it depends. I'm not going to let you know who that is. Okay. Is fuck, Do you feel good about your game. chances? Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, Do you feel good about your chances against Dak Prescott against the mystery player currently in his hands or are we, are we playing do you blackjack want to with switch? people is that what this is yes this okay. is probably an actual legal sport in you know what <laughs> you can bet on it right now god bless our sponsor goldenpalace.com well if we're playing blackjack that's a 15 so i'll hold you're gonna hold you're gonna hold okay i will tell you that uh ryan yeah you have in your hand a sleepy Robinson. Okay. And who, who is more Mississippi state? Uh, that's right. Sleepy Robinson. Yes! So that's sorry. We're going by. Yes! I'm sorry. Yes. Cause sleepy Robinson is, is more Mississippi state. Cause he's got a worse record as a player and his name is sleepy. So, <laughs> that, was easy. Oh, that was easy. This is okay. a tricky game where no one really knows what you're playing for until it's over. Kind of like most Mississippi State seasons until exactly. Dan Mullen got here. And that's that's he- why the mystery works, Jason. Okay. Yeah. So felt like felt like the Croom years all over again. Just pretend you're a Kentucky fan and this is something you're doing to pass the time until basketball. You're sitting on a sleepy Robinson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're sitting on a sleepy Robinson. Yeah. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and tell Jason which one he's sitting on right now. Okay, wow. just so he can feel, just so he can feel good about that. Also, we have the technology; the internet's amazing. Um, he's sitting. On, I will tell you, he's sitting on a formidable one, a formidable. Wow. Hand. Okay. So, do you stick with sleep? Do you stick with Sleepy Robinson, who might I might I add knocked out the immortal Dak Prescott? Right. Or do you want to upgrade? Upgrade. Switch in for flip it. Give me a flip. The mystery player. I'll flip it. I'll flip it. Okay. Okay. I will tell you, this is probably the hardest matchup we have in this game. <laughs> Cause you just got Kevin Fant, son. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Fanta? Kevin Fant. The Kevin Fant. Kevin Fant. Ooh, it's too bad though. Jason, reveal your hand. Buddy, I got Wayne Madkin. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got Peach Bowl champ Wayne Madkin. Mad you went you went all in against a Wayne Matkin and didn't know it. Man. Damn it. Damn it. That it's, does sound very Mississippi State of you. Whew. 
Man alive. Man alive. Okay, Ryan, your hand. I'm going to go ahead and tell you your hand. Yeah. Okay. You may not even imagine, know him, but I will tell you on the name. the time he put into this. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> it is. It is good. All right. So that's your hand, Ryan. Yeah. You can see. All right. Pretty firm. Pretty firm. Oh, you wanted me to have slack open, and I don't. So hold on. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what. You're I can't believe Ryan you didn't read my mind. Are in the part of this podcast. It's a lot more fun. I got to tell you, I don't pay that much attention. I do whatever I want. I just wander around. Oh man, Slack won't even connect for me. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm gonna. You know what? Don't tell me who I have. One sympathizes. Okay. Okay. I mean, you can hang. You can. You can ride with Wayne Madkin, or yeah, you can I wanna, trade I, in. I want to go. I want to. I'm going double blind nil. No, no, no. J- Jason can ride on Wayne Madkin, or he can take the sub. Do you mm. want mystery player as? Do you, do you want to see if you upgrade or downgrade, or do you want to ride Wayne Madkin? So I have the sense that you're uh, you've created a progression. So I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna trade in Wayne. Mmm, that's a bold move. That's a bold move because Ryan, reveal your hand. You're you're currently holding a Willy Blade. The immortal yeah. Willy Blade. <laughs> oh, that's a rare card. So, it, which that's a real rare card, and it's powerful. He's invulnerable he... to lightning attacks. <laughs> no, despite being made of metal. <laughs> Willy Blade, you know, Jason made a bold move. Going up against Willy Blade, you're going to need something stout and powerful. Fortunately, he traded up in one of the the most, I think, probably rewarding and daring moves that a player can make in this game. He went from a Wayne Madkin to a Fletcher Cox. Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) So I'm sorry. He's he's like plus 500 against all things smaller than him, which are almost all things. That is correct. That is correct. Okay, so you're sitting on you're sitting on a Fletcher Cox. Okay, so uh, arriving. Be polite. Arriving comes. Arriving comes a challenge. He wouldn't. He wouldn't even notice if I was sitting on him. No, that's fair. That's true. Just, <laughs> just, just sort of riding on it, riding on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I'm. 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 Let. I'm. I'm holding steady. I kind of want to be Fletcher Cox's familiar. Yeah. Um. Just. Just one of those little fish that clean a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Except sharks are trash. I hate them. I live in his ears. That's right. One of, one of those birds that cleans a rhinoceros. That's what you're thinking of. Yes. Rhinoceros okay. is a dog, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Ryan, do you have G chat open? It's it's a it's a deer. Do you yes. have anything open? Yes. Wait, a I rhino have, is I a have, deer or a deer is a dog? I have G chat. Uh open. yeah, yes. a rhino is a deer, but a deer is a dog. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. That's that that's S Pokemon progression. My understanding of the internet is that all animals are dogs except for possums, which are cats. And cats are also dogs. That's what Ghostbusters tells us, so I will uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you your hand and i will tell you that yeah it only gets tougher for the opponent from here on out okay so i know you lost that last round okay i don't don't give me enough credit for willie blade ending his career with the tampa bay storm but that's fine that's true all right so i'm going to go ahead and give you your hand it is a it's a powerful one i'll admit wow wow yeah so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Jason the chance. Does he want to trade out with Mystery Player or continue powering through like a rampaging hippo with Fletcher Cox? Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna duck the head and keep keep powering through. 
Mmm, that is too bad because Ryan, please oh, reveal shit. who's in your hand. T Millens! Oh. T Millens! A real Mississippi State fan will know that a T Millens beats a Fletcher Cox. Okay? Hmm. That's okay. But actually, Jason was faced a difficult situation. His trade in was Jamar Toombs. So, really, you were going to lose either way. That's all I right. think I did the best I could there. Ryan, that you were standing. so much like a Mississippi State fan. You were standing with a T Millens. You were mm. st- standing with the T Millens. Do, do you trade <laughs> in? Do you trade in or you go against? No, you're trading trading in. I'm trading. Yeah. You're you're trading in. Okay. That's a bold move given the power of a T Millens. Okay. I know. I know. Um, All right. So I I will, I will hold on. I have to let Jason know what he's got. Damn, this is so organized. Yeah. I've got to let Jason know what he's got. And I, and again, This only gets like more difficult as we go up. Okay, so Ryan, these are hard choices. Ryan, I'm just going to give you a tip. You better upgrade. Ryan? I did. I did. I traded up. Uh, you better pull, call in some favors, buddy. Cause... <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. You flip over your card. Yeah. And it's a Vic Ballard. A Vic Ballard. That's right. The cannonball himself. That's pretty good. I am. I am. I bet it won't win though. It won't win. It won't. Jason, reveal your hand. Jerry is motherfucking Norwood. (laughs) (laughs) That's not to end it. He just wants to run fast and fish bass. I turned off the. We'll we'll switch next. I turned off the the clock for this because one, it's my segment. I'm holding the clock. See what they always see about the full cast. Too much time on Mississippi State. Now this is Mississippi mm-hmm. exactly. It's Mississippi State bending the rules, but I gotta get through these next names. Okay. What if Jason. I put what if what if I use State. a Ralph on top? <laughs> what if I what if I stack a, a Ralph oh. on top of what I've got so what, far? What Does that, that give me any you have, that's, you have to have two cards there. You have to have the other corresponding card for that's it to right. actually we'll activate. Also, Damn and it. a Ralph in this deck, because like a Mississippi State fan on Saturday night, I'm kicking you out of the casino. It's happening. You're out. So, you got a Jarius Norwood, Jason. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the opportunity to trade in against Ryan's hand, who I am about to tell Ryan his hand, and you will hear how powerful this is by the reaction mm-hmm. that he makes over this here microphone. Huh. Huh. That didn't sound too intimidating. Okay. He, I think he's poker-facing you here. I think he's bluffing. So either he got Smoot or Smoot is on the table soon. I'm going to trade in and hope I get Smoot. You do not get Fred Smoot. <sighs> now, Did anybody? you do get a Chad Bumpus, my friend. Oh, see, now we can con- now we can connect. Ryan, now we can join forces and we can take we can overthrow Spencer. That's right. You could. I would do that except I have Fred Smoot. Fuck you. No, oh, he got smoked. See, smooth. knew it was coming. knew it knew it was lingering. I was counting these cards. Oh, I was counting cards, oh. and I knew it was it was coming up soon. Bonus round, bonus round though. Oh, I'm gonna wow. go ahead. We're just gonna cut cards here. Jason, I'm giving you one more. Okay, mm-hmm. in your hand. Since you lost, I'm just gonna go ahead and give you this one. I'm gonna tell you, it's the only hand in my mind that under sp- special circumstances. Beats a smoot. Whoa. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. The only more Mississippi State player than Fred Smoot, at least in name alone. And I'm not just saying that because he missed games due to stress fractures in his legs. Pork chop Womack. Pork chop Womack. 
Yeah. Pork chop ball mac. Yeah. I still think Fred Smoot beats a pork chop ball mac. I just wanted to say pork chop ball mac. Hey, listen, hit yeah. the air horn. Mississippi State's <laughs> overtime. Next. Good job, Spencer. That was that was a lot of planning you put into that. Actually, maybe not even entertaining, but a lot of planning. When is this show? Next, we got Auburn. That's right, Jason. You're up. Well, actually, first, it's time for an ad read, um, mm. which I will begin. Can I get an ad read, some ad read music? Oh, yeah. Hang on one second. Oh, Holly's our producer. Oh, we can blame all this on her. Hell yes. Hi. Is the audio quality of the full cast not up to your standards? Um, to talk to Holly. It's her fault, apparently. Not mine. I'm free. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I would blame things on Holly. You're going to be in the same city as her no, soon. No, 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 no. Because then I get to see what happens when those people tweet her about it. She's already blocked. Well, that'll go poorly for this. She's already blocked them. It doesn't. I have any people left who I can who can tweet at me? Hang on one second. Keep keep vamping. Okay. We're gonna. No, I'm looking for something really specific. She's setting up an I upright. Think... She's setting up an upright base right now. Yeah, plug it, plug it in the. <laughs> uh, now we can blame Spencer's internet. Maybe I hear the blues calling toss salad and it's <laughs> all day. It's, it's like, yeah, some 11 minute, 11 minute prog rock. Yes, Fra- Frasier, but the jam band version. <laughs> okay, here we go. You ready? Here. Is that better? Yeah, perfect. As soon as it. As soon as it finally peters out. Do you want to read more books, but went to an Alabama high school? You should try audiobooks. Visit Audible.com today. That's A-U-Bible.com for all the books about Auburn you could ever listen to. And also the Bible. Audible.com. It's got A-U in its name, and it's also got Bible in its name. And it's one letter away from having Cam in its name. And the dot in awbibble.com is a circle, which is the name of Auburn's literary magazine. Not that I've ever read it, because I went to an Alabama high school. Sign up for a free awbibble.com account today with the promo code JESUS and enjoy one free football season of bullshit wins, bullshit victories, and being both wildly overrated and wildly underrated at the same time all throughout. That's awbibble.com slash JESUS. And that's the end of the ad read, so here comes the ad music. Thank you. Spencer, you can come back now. That was the, that was the best ad read we've ever had. It was. I was looking for hearts of space, but your internet sucks. You're welcome. Are you saying we can't connect through the air? That's appropriate for Auburn. Oh! Worked well enough against Georgia a couple years ago. Long time ago. So, does it feel like every team in this division is like perfectly on brand as always? Because, like, you know, we, I, I feel like we've just run through several teams that are going to be basically the same as ever. And Auburn is setting up to be like peak Auburn, like entering top 10, loaded with talent. The schedule is a total fucking nightmare. 
uh, could go really any direction from there. I think the both the most Auburn developments probably what happened last year. I don't think we can pull that off again. Um, well, our 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 friend and fellow Auburn fan Josh Black already explained that the most Auburn thing that could happen this season is Auburn beats Washington, and that in some fucked up domino effect is the backdoor that gets Georgia or Alabama into the playoff. But not, mm-hmm. but not, but yeah. not, but not Auburn. To be clear, when would that happen? Because that knocks out the Pac-12, and then, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Jo- Josh is is deeply immersed in Auburn studies. He, he's he's in way too deep. We got to get him out. It's like the he's like the monk who spent so much time in the deprivation cave that he thinks it's full of flowers. They're real, and I prefer it in here. The hedges, the hedges around the field. the hedges. That's right. I've met. I've meditated. I've meditated on the, the tigers throwing throwing toilet paper at the flowers. <laughs> That's right. To celebrate made, a big epiphany. I've made a tumor's corner of the mind. <laughs> My mind has a tumor's corner. This. This is. This is, by the way, like there is, I can tell you how Auburn can ruin everyone's, every major team they play. I can tell you how they're going to ruin their year. Cause this is the year when Auburn ruins everyone's schedule and everyone's season, including their own. Yeah. Right. One, they lose badly to Washington, giving Washington false hope. Right. This is the year we make it. This is the year we get a Pac 12 title run. Yeah, sure. Sure, man. That's how it's going to go. Washington loses like three games in conference, or they don't lose until they get the playoff, and then they lose by forty-two points. Right? That's that's how this happens. LSU. Um, this is again Auburn going in and beating LSU and going and putting the pressure on Ed Orgeron early so that he gets in that hole we were talking about. Right? So he's one of the like early three or four possible losses in the first seven or eight games for lsu right yeah. so another season ruined you talk a lot when you prep for this podcast which is like never i'm ready all right because i'm a passionate auburn fan yeah that's. i would be cheating the fans and the gift given to us by our lord above by not preparing spencer, who, spencer real quick who's your favorite auburn kicker uh probably west byron that's what mm-hmm. i thought hands down i've heard we've, i've heard that about hands you hands up Hands up. That's right. Two hands clapping. He's my buddy. He's my favorite. And if you see me, if you see um, me, can you ruin like, Arkansas you know, tussling with him in the street? Because I'm hugging him. Just by the, uh, is, I Don't think the, the only way possible would be if Gus brought Brett Bielema back as like a guest coach for the, like that would be the only way to ruin Arkansas season. I think. No, no, no. This, this is this ruins Arkansas season by making it all too clear exactly how uh, unfit they are to compete in the SEC West at the oh, moment. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Is- Al- alternate theory for you. This is the game that ruins both Auburn and Arkansas season because Arkansas wins it, but then fails to live up to that potential anywhere else on the schedule, and so everyone's mad. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, we beat Auburn. Why the hell are we losing to all these other teams? Rolling through their SEC schedule. Uh, Auburn and uh, the Mississippi State game. How's that going to ruin it? Well, Mississippi State ripping out of the gates at this point. A lot of, a lot of expectations. Auburn comes into Starkville and just flattens them. Just absolutely flattens them. Thus giving false hope to Auburn and bursting the bubble and putting Joe Moorhead in his first real ugly loss of his first season. Uh, Tennessee-Auburn. How how can Auburn ruin Tennessee season? Um, 
they they can't they can do that themselves yeah they can do that themselves it's fine maybe i exaggerated by saying he could ruin it's pre-ruin that's the style these days it's yeah it's pre-stressed hey hey tendency is not a broken program it's just distressed it's vintage Mm, dark washed pre-owned dark washed uh the auburn and old miss how can you ruin old miss's season you know what i can just say this and no matter what happens in this game old miss's season will be uh old miss's season could be ruined because if they win they'll just expect to lose the next one and if they lose they'll just expect to lose the next one man old miss has got i think the same question for both tennessee and old miss how do you ruin a ball band team <laughs> I, I can't answer that for Tennessee. For Ole Miss, the answer is you win, but you do it in a way that convinces the fans that you were cheating and the refs had it in. Like, Ole Miss fans, yeah, sure, they're going to be calling the season. Wait for the day that they lose a game on a bad call, and immediately they'll be back in their old place. And this will be that game. Yeah, either that this is the one where, I don't know, there's a dirty hit on, you know, like a quarterback or something. Yeah, this is... This is where you pull out the maximum Auburn, right? Auburn doesn't score an offensive touchdown and they win by 14, something like that, right? A&M also be a good one. A&M will probably feel cocky coming into this. Ah, man, Jimbo's got this thing cooking. Blow! (laughs) Blindsided. Especially if this is especially true, if Auburn loses or looks like shit against Mississippi and wins anyway the year, the week prior, right? Auburn, Georgia, don't don't ask how it can happen. <laughs> I don't pain based on last year. The way to ruin the season of the team in this game is to lose. Yeah, so that's how that happens. And then uh, Auburn, Alabama. Well, Auburn just straight up beats Alabama, and it doesn't matter anyway, right? Typical, typical. Never happened before. Happened last year. Just remember, Judas was the original NCAA snitch. Next! Air horns, please! Air horns, please! There we go! Thank you. Oh, we're here for... Just a tightly run ship here. Just a real carnival cruise line where everyone's got norovirus actually this is run a lot like carnival cruise line one of the ones oh, also real quick auburn fans you'll be in atlanta end of this month go to preownedairboats.com to get tickets to our live show to see to see shenanigans like these in person absolutely anyway move, we're moving on to our seventh uh our seventh podcast of this episode the ultimate that's right the top welcome to the Alabama podcast that covers Alabama football like like the dude that covers Dixie. That's right. It's uh, time can we for get addition uh, of uh, coach coach asked if we could get a ground horn instead, please. There we go. That's a ground horn. We put it on the ground and hit it. It's time for an addition of Tide Pod. Tide pod. Out of respect for Coach Saban, we'll be saying nothing about this team until they do something. Roll Tide. Tune in next week for more Tide Pod.